Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join our discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-SWAT. That's 1-844-777-7928. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. That's the type of entrance we like to have. Yeah, after yesterday, hey, we apologize. We had some issues yesterday that we still don't know what it was other than gremlins in the electronics. <laughs> but we're back today, and uh, thank you for uh, bearing with us. Uh, we are uh, all eyes watching on what's going on over in the Ukraine. You know, I was thinking, Taylor, I don't know if you were aware that we have been renegotiating the um uh, a nuclear deal with Iran. Yeah. And you know who's involved with that, right? Russia. And China. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Ru- the Russian ambassador was bragging mm-hmm. about how China and Russia had pressured the U.S. or negotiated with the U.S. to get a better deal for Iran. I'm telling you, if I didn't know better, I would say that Revelation is lining up. Mm. The prophecies of Revelation, Gog, Magog, put all those, uh, you know, all those prophecies of, uh, you know, we better start looking toward the eastern sky because, uh, you know, and and that's okay. People are okay with that. They they are okay if Jesus comes back. It's not an end for me. It's (laughs) not an end for you. Right. It's preferable. Yes. uh, Compared to what we have now. Um you know, uh, I, I just, the world is, is we don't, you know, as we watch what's going on in our world and like little things that are on the news. I mean, I say little things. It's not a little thing when, when Biden bans, you oil, know, oil yeah, from Russia, oil. because now I know it's only what, 10% of our intake, maybe. We already have the highest prices that we've ever had before at four dollars and seventeen cents uh, national average. Although some people say, well, because of inflation, that doesn't really count. It it won't count until it hits five dollars and twenty five cents. All but, I know is it just costs eighty four dollars to oof. fill up my truck. Eighty four dollars. Yeah. But if it costs us, it's also costing those big rigs to get their trucks filled with gas which means those costs are going to be passed on to the uh wholesalers which will pass on to the retailers which we will see in the grocery stores and at the box stores uh coming up and it will affect all of us and that's not to mention uh putin came out or russia came out and said that they're going to be controlling some of their imports and exports uh they are a huge producer of wheat also we get a lot of our fertilizer from there so yeah that's going to be costs going up um, all across the board, and um, it's particularly about the oil and stuff, Biden said, hey, we're going to shut down Russian oil. And instead of saying, hey, we're going to uptick our own domestic production, we're going to reopen the Keystone Pipeline uh, and be able to get uh, stuff from Canada, things like that. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, he said, hey, let's go talk to uh, Iran. Let's go talk to Venezuela. Like, <laughs> that's absolutely asinine, but that's what the, they're doing because they're so – 
um, bought into their you know climate change ideology really yeah well uh this this whole idea you know is uh gonna it's just gonna push up things and it's gonna affect everybody so you may not be that up on what's going on in the world or in, in ukraine you go how how can that impact us well it, it's having a huge impact i mean i saw out in california uh, it was already seven dollars. Oh my goodness! Seven dollars a gallon. Wow! And um, just a couple of years ago, we were down in the twos. We were two dollars gone up. It's almost doubled. So uh, anyway, um, it, it's it's a lot for us to take in, and we we need to be praying. Um, and uh, I don't the Europe, you know, Ukraine is I think the second or third largest supplier of wheat yep. mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah, between them and Russia, I think. They're they're both up there pretty high. So we could be having a problem with the global food supply because you look at everything that has wheat. Now, there's a lot of people that are eating gluten-free now. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, anyway, if the war continues there and continues to progress on, um, it's going to have an impact on the food supply uh, because instead of worried about being worried about uh, the wheat and growing the wheat and other things, they're worried about just surviving in their country and, mm-hmm. and repelling Russian uh, troops. And by the way, the, the U S uh, uh, said that about 3000 Russian soldiers have died. Um, I think, you know, I, that's probably a conservative estimate. Um, uh, who knows how many Ukrainians have died already? I know they said the civilians are up in the hundreds. Um, but I think when you stop and think about how many people died on 9-11, mm. they've already surpassed that. Um, and it's, it's a big story. Yeah, and it's one that uh, we, you know, most people in our culture did not or do not believe that um, they could see a Hitler or a Mussolini, or a, you know, Pol Pot, or somebody like that over there. But um, it's a bad, it's a bad deal right now. And uh, as as our country continues to uh, go down the moral uh, toilet, <laughs> just for lack of a better word, um, I, I, we really have no moral authority to say anything to anybody. When you stop and think about it, we we have lost our moral authority. Uh, our our leaders really are laughed at by the rest of the world. All of them, not just not just our president, but even the congressional leaders. I mean, like, where's the leadership? Yeah, I mean, when you have Lindsey Graham coming out over the weekend saying, uh, or maybe it was the end of last week, saying, "Will somebody assassinate Putin?" Uh, like, okay, that is just. For a leader of any country to say something like that, that's that's just not a wise thing to do. And where that could lead an escalation is whether you you know hope for that or not. Like, dude, don't say that. But yeah, I think a lot of people on the world stage look at kind of who's in charge here and just kind of eh, we're not really worried about them. Or they're concerned if they're our ally and saying, hey, we got to start doing things on our own. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at before the war started uh, with Putin and and. Uh, Germany and France kind of without our input were going to try to talk to him and, and assuage things. Um, so you can see Europe kind of starting to take its own path and realizing they're going to have to 
do something without American leadership. But, hey, uh, we got this going on out in California. Uh, they at the California State Fair. They're actually having cannabis uh, competition. <laughs> Whoever can make the most potent cannabis. They're actually having competitions at the state fair. Um, you know, they made it legal out there in 2016 for adults. And I still, I don't know, man. I, I just, the, people, you know, smoking marijuana, there's a lot of people out in Colorado and out in California who who smoke marijuana and it ain't, it doesn't lead to good things. I mean, it, it's, it's a gateway drug still, but uh, I just thought that was interesting that now it's a state fair. I mean, where do you draw the line? Like, what what kind of competition would not be okay at a state fair? Well, in California, there's probably not one that wouldn't be okay. They, they're probably open for everything. But, yeah, that's a – because then so you're going to have, you know, 4-H. The kids are going to be growing, growing their own <laughs> oh, yeah. weed. Who can grow the most potent <laughs> yeah. weed? I mean, that's really crazy. Yeah, but like, so who's competing in the competition? Is this like – you know, because like 4-H, if you're, if you're doing that, you know, the kids like, uh, you know, they show their cows and stuff. Like, are these kids growing the plants or is this like companies doing – you know, like, that's – a little strange well it is um and so i i just i just saw that and i thought okay what are we are we changing like are we are we just gonna just keep going down um you know well, it's and, california doug yeah well that's true that's true they don't know what a woman is so. hey today is my grandson luke's eighth birthday oh sweet he is eight years old so happy birthday luke i'm uh proud of him and um uh, he is eight years old, my oldest grandson. So, uh, you doing anything special for his eighth? Birthday? I don't. We're doing something. I, we're going to do something. <laughs> we're going to su- surprise him. I know that his lolly, uh, that's what they call Lori, is out getting stuff for him. So, uh, do you, do you guys have any plans for like, like when I turned ten, I got a a knife. Oh, like, really? Like a, like a nice uh, hunting knife and a, and a stereo. I think cause that was cool back then. But then you know. When, 13 i got a bb gun and then you know kind of progressed up there and then when i when my dad was like okay you're a man gave me a sword you know that kind of thing so that's pretty cool got any of that planned um I, yeah probably when he's 10 he'll get a knife yeah. that's that's a good age for a good buck knife yep. you know um did you get a buck knife was it a buck knife uh i don't remember because yeah. i got then i ended up getting a bunch of other ones i don't remember if that one was a pocket knife or like yeah. a flip you know something well, um, hey, uh, before we go to the break, we do want to ask you to pray for the people of Ukraine as they right now have about 2 million people have left mm-hmm. the country. Yeah. That is a lot of people. That's twice the number of people in Jacksonville, over twice the number of people in our whole city have fled their country. And, um, you know, there's people who are stuck in the bottom of bomb shelters that can't leave. There's people in bus stations. Um you know, when you think about um, people being thrust out of their homes, we can't even imagine that here. Um, but it's happened to these people who, for the last 20 to 30 years, have pretty much lived in freedom. And, and it's, uh, it's probably going to get worse. You know, the, the fact that it, this was not a quick invasion by Russia, that they were bogged down, they're probably going to lead to some heavy shelling of big cities and a, a lot of lost lives. So. So, so let's keep them lifted up in yeah. prayer. All right, we will be back with more after the break. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. 
If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed. That is Ren Collective with Rescuer. Excuse me. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, we are going to be looking at Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 20. Because yesterday was full of technical difficulties, this is going to be the first day that we really get into it. So uh, buckle up because we're going to be moving through it quick. Not super quick, but quick enough to that we can be finished by tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to try to cover verses 8 through 15, seven uh, verses today. And then we'll uh, cover the last five verses on Wednesday tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, so we have been in Acts uh, working our way through Paul's first missionary journey. And uh, if you remember, he and Barnabas were sent out by the church in Antioch, not the church in Jerusalem, the church in Antioch of Syria. And they were sent out to take the gospel out westward and Paul had it in his heart ultimately to go to Rome and push westward with the gospel and uh, we looked at uh, when they kind of went from uh, initially they they when they went out they went to Cyprus first remember Barnabas was from Cyprus and they went to Cyprus and then they uh, went uh, to several cities there and then they uh, moved from Cyprus on to uh, uh, Antioch of Pisidia, uh, where they they had to travel through the Tarsus Mountains over in southern Turkey. Then they got over in the Galatia region. And that's where we, we were last week when they went into Iconium, which is modern-day Konya in Turkey. And, uh, and now we're going to see them in Lystra. And Lystra is over in uh, still in the Galatia region of you know modern day Turkey and Paul's just pushing westward now what's significant about that is is as we look at Paul and Barnabas 
we're not really getting instruction from them in this letter. Luke is just sharing what they do, but we can make observations about them. And we see that they are men who are really finishing faithful. They're, and they're not finished yet. They still have a long course in their life. But the, we see these marks of an effective minister as they go out. And when I say minister, I mean priest. Because a lot of times in modern day when we say minister, people go, oh, that's the professional. That's that's the pastor of such and such church. No, you're a minister. I'm a minister. We're all ministers if we're believers. We're all to be priests of the Most High God, and we serve him. And so to be effective priest of the gospel and finish faithful, we, we last week we looked at four characteristics we saw in Paul and Barnabas so far as they went into Iconium and, uh, and, and literally Cyprus and Iconium. First, we saw that they walked with perseverance. They walked with perseverance. We also saw them speak with the passion of God in them. They were spirit-filled, spirit-energized, and we saw that really as they went from Antioch of Pisidia into Iconium. They just they never quit. And they were sharing the good news by the power of the Spirit. But we also saw that they served as priests of the Most High God. They went into the synagogues where the Jewish people were because God, through Jesus, modeled that, that they went to the Jew first. Why? The Jew had the Old, Test- Old Testament. They had the, the Scriptures, the Torah, the Prophets. And so in every city that had a synagogue, they would first go into that synagogue because they served as priests of the Most High God. And that has always been God's call on his people. Back in Exodus 19.6 and in 1 Peter 2.9, we are called priest, a holy priesthood. But the last characteristic we saw last week was they walk by his spirit. There were times that the Spirit said to go. There were times that the Spirit said stay. And and Paul and Barnabas were sensitive to that. Well, this week, we're, we're going to be looking. And by the way, as we look at this week, just to remind you, the Christian journey is a hard journey. Contrary to what some popular preachers put out there, uh, it is it is a very difficult journey. And we saw the persistence we talked about in Paul and Barnabas because when they went to Cyprus, there was virtually no response. They went to Paphos. Sergius Paulus responded, but remember there was Elymas the magician who came against them. John Mark ended up leaving them. They could have been discouraged, but they pushed on. Then they went to Antioch of Pisidia where the Jews rejected, but the Gentiles rejoiced. They kicked them out of Antioch. Then they went into Iconium. And even now in Lystra, they just kept pushing on. And today in this text, what we're going to see is a healing of a Gentile, a pagan Gentile who's been lame from birth. Now, earlier in Acts, we saw somebody else heal a man who was lame for birth. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. We talked about it yesterday too, Paul, or uh, excuse me, Peter. Peter. That's right. Peter and John. Peter and John healed a man and uh, lame from birth in Acts chapter 3. Jesus healed a man lame from birth back in John 5. 
All three of these men stood immediately. They never learned how to crawl. Their brains never had to process the crawling to, to walking stage. They never figured it out. So it was really not just a miracle of the muscles and the sinews in their bodies. It was a muscle of their brain, too, because they had never taken steps. They immediately got up and they began to walking. But that's the way it is with God when we're healed and saved, too. We immediately begin to walk with him. You don't have to wait to figure it out if it's a real thing. And so the point of this passage it appears is the grace of God shown to Israel is the same grace of God that's given to the Gentiles. And and it's like God is saying, you know, the Jew can be saved to walk, but so can these pagan Gentiles, whether he's from Antioch, Lystra, Athens, or Rome, it doesn't matter. We all experience the same grace. It doesn't matter how we failed, how weak we are, how inept we are. We can be changed. We're all lame from our mother's womb. And we can't walk with God how we we should. I mean, something's wrong when we come out. We mess things up. We mess our marriages up. We mess our families up. We mess our lives up, our finances. We blow it, but it doesn't have to stay that way. And we see in Paul and Barnabas faithful men who continue to faithfully work through hardship, persecution, and many trials. Now, what's interesting about this passage today is it takes an ancient myth and and it it basically butts heads with the reality of God. Because myths are nothing more than vain and futile things. They're not real. They're just myths. And a, a myth is the way Gentiles seek God. They seek to connect with God because every man wants to experience relationship with God. But myths aren't a reality. Only God is reality. All other philosophies are Christ replacements. And our highest longing is only found in Jesus. And so if you look in every movie, every novel, every story, every myth, you will see people trying to find meaning, purpose, and connection with the creator or higher power somehow, some way. Because that's what defines our purpose We're looking for purpose. We're looking for meaning. But, you know, it's interesting that men always seem to find something to worship. They'll they'll find like the Grand Canyon or some beautiful, you know, mountains or nature or whatever. Even science. And we tend to worship the things that are created rather than the creator who made them. And and that's just, um, I think, a deception of the enemy. Because in Ecclesiastes 3, it says God has put eternity in man's hearts. That's why we see all these stories out there. So in this passage today, we see Paul's first recorded message to pagans. His second is over in Acts chapter 17 on Mars Hill. But here in Acts 14, he's dealing with like rural idolaters. I mean, these are just... These are not the uh, the Epicurean, Stoic philosophers who just sit around and talk. These are just people that worship idols. And all pagan worldviews have basically two things in common. One, they have a philosophy that emanates or comes from a finite mind. You've got a finite mind trying to create something infinite. 
Because if you're creating in a deity, it's it, it needs to. I mean, deities should be infinite, right? If they're deities, um, and all idolatries prefabricate something and call it a god, whether it's a stone thing they worship or whether it's an idea, doesn't matter. Those two things are really found in all pagan worldviews. Do you think, um, like that? So, like Baal, right? Do you think that was just just an idol, or do you think there was some demonic or evil entity attached to the worship of that? Well, there's always demonic. There's always demonic activity involved mm-hmm. when you worship idols. Um, but w- what what I'm saying from 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 Paul's message here that is empty. It's empty. It's, it's yeah. empty, mm-hmm. and and we create. When you have a finite mind that creates something, it's mm-hmm. destined to fail. And in this passage, we see the reaction to Paul and Barnabas is based on an ancient myth from a writer named Ovid. O v i d. He was a Roman writer. He wrote a series of poetry called Metamorphosis, and in it. He takes the Greek god Zeus and Hermes, a story about them that everybody in this region would have known because uh, this is in the region of Galatia. Now, in Rome, it was Jupiter and Mercury, but in Greek culture, it was Zeus and Hermes. But Ovid is a story about Jupiter, Mercury, if you're Roman, or Zeus, Hermes, if you're Greek, coming down disguised as peasants into a city. They appear on planet Earth to check on man. They came to this place called Phrygia, P-H-R-Y-G-I-A, which is in this area. And they were rejected by everyone except an old couple named Philemon and Bacchus. And um, when we come back, I'll finish this story because it's really a fascinating story. And then we'll get into the text. All right. So stick with stick with us. We'll be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, A Store and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. Freedom Hymn by Austin French. Excuse me. If you're just joining us, we're looking at Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 20 this week. Uh, But today we're focusing on verses 8 through 15. And just before the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, the people's reaction to Paul and Barnabas and how it's referencing uh, uh, old uh, Roman writer uh, Ovid and kind of the interplay between their their beliefs, their thoughts of how the Roman and Greek gods worked and how they're putting that into 
Paul and Barnabas. Yeah, well, the the Romans believed that Jupiter was like the father god, the greatest god, and the uh, Greeks believed it was Zeus, and Zeus was the protector of the city, the protector of the earth. I mean, he was the greatest, right? And Hermes was his speaker, his messenger, just like Mercury was for Jupiter. Anyway, they came to Earth in this story um, to check on people disguised as peasants, and everybody rejected them because they were peasants. And uh, when they came to Phrygia, uh, everyone rejected them except this old couple named Philemon and Bacchus. For their kindness, they were awarded to be priest and priestess of the temple of Zeus and a wish. And what they wished for is they would never be separated by death. So Zeus turned them both into intertwining trees that would be <laughs> out and joined together in front of the temple and then destroyed all the people of Phrygia with a flood. And so the people of Lyconia knew that legend. The people in Lystra knew that legend. And they were aware that if the gods showed up, they should treat them well. They didn't want to make the same mistake twice. And you and I know that there is an ancient prophecy that's not a myth but a reality that the creator God, God the Father, would send his son Jesus to the world. He said in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And in one John one fourteen, the, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And he sent him to the lame of mankind who couldn't walk with God on their own. They couldn't know God. They couldn't please God. And in this passage today, myth meets reality. And that's what we're looking at today in, in uh, Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 20. And we're going to look basically at, um, you know, just 11 through 15 today. And I want to I want to point out this week. Oh, we're going to look at these four character traits that go along with the other ones we see. You know, well, last week we talked about walking with persistence. Um, last week we talked about speaking with His passion, serving as His priest, and walking by His Spirit. This week, to finish faithful, we're going to see God call us to see with His eyes, to live for His glory, to share His message and to resist his enemies. And we're going to see that uh, today. We're looking specifically at seeing with his eyes and living for his glory. So go ahead and read verses 8 through 15 today. Now at Lystra there, are, there was a man sitting who c- could not use his feet. He was crippled from birth, from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul speaking, and Paul, looking intently at him, seeing that he had faith to be made well, said in a loud voice, Stand up on your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. And when the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in Lyconian, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Barnabas Barnabas they called Zeus and Paul Hermes because he was the chief speaker. And the priests of Zeus, whose temple was at the entrance to the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifices with the crowds. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their garments and rushed out into the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men of like nature with you and who bring you good news that you should turn from these vain things to a living God 
who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. May God bless the reading of his word. You know, if you you go back to verse 8, it says, At Lystra there was a man sitting who could not use his feet. He was crippled from birth. So he came into the world crippled, unable to walk. The man had never walked. And um, he, in that culture, he would have been considered um, cursed. He would have been cursed, and people would have looked at him as cursed because any kind of birth defect would have been seen as a curse from the gods. So people would have written him off his whole life. He would have been looking for value and nobody would have given him any value because he was cursed. And so when Paul and Barnabas come into town, what, what happens is Paul starts street preaching. Paul is preaching the gospel. There's no synagogue in Lystra that we know of. So he's just preaching the good news, the euangelion that, that there's salvation that we can have peace, that we can know that our God reigns over everything and that we have value because we were made in his image. And as this man listened, it says, notice, he listened to Paul speaking and Paul looking intently at him, saw faith in the eyes of this pagan man. For the first time in this guy's life, he listens and he hears, you mean I have value? You mean that there's a God that cares about me? You mean I'm not cursed? For the first time in his life, he realizes, and when Paul sees faith in him, I don't think this guy uh, wanted to be healed. I don't. He wasn't even thinking about being healed. He was responding to the good news being preached to him that that he could be in relationship with the Creator Father, not Zeus, Yahweh. Yahweh. Now, Paul would not, and we see later when Paul's talking to them, he doesn't go to Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac and start talking about that. He starts with the creator. And and so this guy, here's, wait a minute, the one who created me, even though I'm lame, loves me? The one who created me, even though I'm, I'm messed up, loves me? Yes. And Paul says, stand up in a loud voice. He didn't say it for this guy. He said it for the people around him. And the man sprang up and began walking. But notice it was Paul who it says, Paul looking intently at him. Paul saw with the eyes of God. He saw faith in the man. And so often when we go through life, we're not even looking at the people around us. We're so busy, worried about our own stuff and not even noticing. It's kind of like the disciples when they were with Jesus on the road back to Jerusalem. And when they were on that road and the people were crying, there's a guy crying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on him, is Bartimaeus. And what happens is the disciples go, shh, you can't bother him. We're going to Jerusalem. Don't you realize he's going to establish his kingdom? And he says, what do you want? He stops. And when he stopped, he looked at the man and said, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus saw with the eyes of God. Paul saw with the eyes of God. The question, are we going to see with his eyes? To finish faithful, God wants us to. And, 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 okay. and so notice, notice that when 
he healed the man, what did they do? They saw what Paul did, and they thought, oh, my goodness, Zeus and Barnabas, I mean, Zeus and uh, Hermes are back. And they called Barnabas Zeus and Paul Hermes, and they they saw what Paul had done, and they said, the gods have come among us again. We're not going to make the same mistake that Phrygia made, so go get some cattle. They start bringing them, and notice what Paul and Barnabas do. They tear their clothes. Why? Why did they tear their clothes? That was a sign of mourning and anguish. Yeah, it w- and usually it happened when there was blasphemy, and they tore their robes, and, and, and they didn't tear them for the people. The people around probably wouldn't have known what that meant. They were tearing them, saying, no, God, no, we don't want this glory. This is your glory. Why are you doing this? They say, we are men like you when they figured out they rejected the world's fame. You see, false teachers want to be exalted. But true priests of the Most High God seek his glory. John 7 says, the one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory. But the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true. False prophets only seek their glory. But God's priests seek the glory of the Most High. First Peter 5 says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. James echoes it in a little different way. He says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Are we living for his glory? You know, we, so many people in our culture, Taylor, so many people today um, who are in ministry or who are pastors or who are Christian leaders, it's a very, very hard thing. When you start preaching God's word, teaching God's word, you start seeing people's lives changed. It's easy to believe the press reports and believe you're the one doing it. And Paul and Barnabas said, no, we didn't do this. Remember what Peter said? Get up. I'm just a man like you. I didn't do this. Jesus. Jesus is the one. Paul and Barnabas are saying the same thing. We're not Barnabas. I mean, we're not, uh, we're not Zeus. We're not Hermes. We are men. We are finite men. And that's what they're wanting them to know, that We're living for his glory. It's not about us, which is very, very different. So, oh, Uh, yeah. Well, sorry about that. We got a little uh, miscommunication here with Steve. Uh, Steve, we're going to hold on until you said one minute, so we're going to come after. uh, Yeah, I think we got a caller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't want to cut him off, so we'll we'll bring him. Just tell him we'll we'll, just get him to hold on through the break. You know, we'll, we'll be right back after the break but just to tie this up to finish faithful god calls us to see with his eyes just like paul did and barnes did and to live for his glory and and that's a question we got to ask ourselves are we seeing with his eyes are we living for his glory hopefully we are because if we want to finish faithful we need to be doing those things yeah amen All right, we are up against the break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Before we go, I would like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER, and all of our local listeners, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in folks in Georgia. And finally, we'd like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening online, wherever you are in the country or around the world. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. 
If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. That is Brother by Need to Breathe. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we have been looking at Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 15 today. Uh, if you would like to join the discussion, you can call us at 1-844-777-SWAT. That's 1-844-777-7928. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Currently on the line, we have Michael from New Jersey. Michael, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? doing well what's on your mind uh what kind of is this a station where you just sell stuff or how, how does it work where we sell stuff did you say or yes. like yes no this 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 is a this is a christian radio program where we we talk about uh, the bible and uh and we we basically try to help people connect with God if they want to or hear from His Word. Are you are you a person of faith, Michael? Yeah. What what station am I? Is it on? That's interesting. Well, yeah. This is New Jersey. Yeah. This is well. This is uh, <laughs> this is the truth. It's ninety one point seven, but we stream it live through a, a, a website called SWAT Radio S W A T Radio dot com, where SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Oh, SWAT. S W A T. Yeah. SWAT. Okay. FM. Okay, SWAT. Okay. FM? Where I am. Yeah, we're FM. But we're in we're in Florida. We're in Jacksonville, Florida, Michael. Oh, okay. All right. Um I have to run into the store. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No worries, Michael. I'm on the air. I'm so that's that's all right. We we're we're listen. If you don't know Jesus, my encouragement is to seek him because he's the only thing that really matters, especially in these crazy times. Okay, you're right. Thank you kindly. Yeah. Take, right. take care, Michael. Have a good one. What, what's your name? I'm I'm Doug McCary, and this and Taylor Johnson. Okay. All right. Okay. SWAT. Listen. Thank go to so go, yeah. Go to SWATradio.com. Click stream live. You can listen any day of the week, Monday through Friday. Okay. Okay. Yes, I wrote it down. I'm going to do it. All right. Take care. Yep. 
All right. Well, that's kind of that's called a divine appointment, yeah, was, Taylor. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, for sure. I think we got another caller. Oh, we he we lost him. Uh, oh, he hung up. Yeah, yes. It was uh, his name was Stephen from Florida. If you would like to call him back, Stephen, you're more than welcome to. Um, you share a, he shares a name with you there, Steve. I like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, Stephen from Florida. <laughs> uh, you're welcome to call back. Hey, um, but that was cool. Michael from New Jersey thought he was calling a swap shop or something yeah. and called the SWAT. So uh, anyway, um, I wonder. Yeah, he, I wonder from if, New Jersey. Yeah, I wonder how that's so bizarre. I wonder if he was listening to another station and dialed the number wrong, or you know, I don't know. Maybe like just you said, maybe, divine appointment, yeah, maybe right? just needed to hear. Yeah, yeah, for some reason. Hey, I wanted to let if you uh, are out there and you have never been to the Holy Land, never been to Israel, November twenty fifth through December. Fifth, uh, we will be leading a a group. My wife Lori and I will be leading a group over there. There will be about twenty five to thirty of us, and we would love for you to join us. It is a great time of year to go. Uh, they have relaxed the vaccine requirements. There's no requirement to be vaccinated to go over there, which is great. Um, and we have a guide that we have used. I've been with this guy since 2014 so for the last eight years except for when we didn't go because of covid uh he has led our groups over there he is a wonderful guide and uh it it is something else you is life-changing and so if you want to know more info you can email me at doug d-o-u-g at swatradio.com or go to the swatradio.com website and just say hey i want to know more about israel so we would love for you to join us. It's going to be an amazing trip. Yeah, it's pretty awesome that they uh, relax that requirement to be vaccinated, and you know that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great great thing to go over there because you get to see the geography of the Bible that most of us, when we read, we don't we don't factor in. Yeah. And we learn things while you're there. You learn things about the culture while you're there. You learn things about the geography that factor into some of the stories that uh, you you will give a lot of depth to the context of the scriptures. So yeah, from people that I know who've been to Israel, they've always come back saying, "Like, wow, this has really opened up my eyes to what's what's uh, what's going on in some instances and in yeah, Bible stories." Maybe I need to get your mom and dad to go. You know what? My dad has been talking for years about going to Israel, so uh, I think he, yeah, he'd definitely be. <laughs> I need be to, I need to that. reach out to him. Yeah. So, well, listen, I do. I want to go back just for a second to the text um, in Acts fourteen. We, you know, we, we talked about seeing with his eyes. Brandon Heath uh, wrote a song um, years ago, and uh, and it's it's called "Give Me Your Eyes." Um, and, um, and, you know, he wrote it, um, about basically talking about seeing with the eyes of God, seeing the people around us. Um, and he says, you know, um, give me your eyes for just one second. This is the course. Give me your eyes so I can see. Everything that I keep missing, give me your love for humanity. Give me your arms for the brokenhearted, the ones that are far beyond my reach. 
Give me your heart for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see. Um, and it, the, 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 the second verse is step out on a busy street, see a girl in our eyes meet, does her best to smile at me to hide what's underneath. And it just, it, it, it kind of portrays that what we see every day, most people have something going on in their lives. So if you don't see with God's eyes, you're not going to see it. If you're not looking with a discerning eye, if you're, if you're, you, you just blow right by it. But it says there's a man just to her right, black suit and a bright red tie. Too ashamed to tell his wife he's out of work, he's buying time. All those people going somewhere, why have I never cared? You know, give me your eyes to see. Give me your eyes to see those people. Give me your eyes to see what's in store for them if they don't know you. Could you imagine just for a second if the church if the church really saw with the eyes of Christ, the church really, when they went around doing the things they did every day, they really, they really saw with his eyes. They lived for his glory. His glory is in what? In people responding to his son. By this is my father glorified. What? That you produce much fruit. And so when we go out and we share the good news with people, it's not our job to convert. It's his job. We are simply the messengers, but we have a story to tell. And, um, and I hope that uh, as you go out, that you will see with his eyes and you will live for his glory. You'll be his priest. But even going back to what we shared last week, you'll be persistent. You will be persistent. You will not stop just because it gets difficult. You will not stop. Because there's problems, there's heartache, um, because there's a world who, just like those people in Lystra, are seeking, you know, they they sought some kind of connection through Zeus in those stories. That's what they live their life by. And in the same way, there's people today that seek their value in life through these myths these modern myths um you know i was i I was i remembered something when i was getting ready for this that i was thinking about you remember when the movie avatar came out the um the not the not the last james cameron no 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 i mean avatar the Uh, the alien pocahontas with the blue thing yeah yeah, yeah do you know a lot of people in europe when that came out committed suicide after watching it because they wanted to be able to be an avatar, like be like that guy did. Really? Yes. Wow. They they were so enthralled with the idea of going to another world to be able to go to a world of native worshipers. I mean, like I, I don't agree with the the spiritual philosophy of the mute movie, but people are always looking to go to a realm. And that's what the people of Lystra were looking for. They 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 were afraid that Zeus was going to be angry at them and they wanted Zeus to be happy. And the beautiful part about Jesus Christ is you can't make God happy. Only Jesus makes God happy what he did. I mean, our righteousness is filthy rags, Isaiah says. 
And so it's Christ plus nothing. It's Jesus plus nothing. That is good news for us, that we can't earn his favor. We can't do anything to make God love us any more or any less. He loves us because of Jesus. And so it's Jesus alone, faith alone. You know, Christ alone, faith alone. And um, and so as we finish this broadcast today, I hope that if you are his, that you will ask him to help you see with his eyes and to live for his glory. That when you get up in the morning, okay, God, what, what are we going to do today? Every day is an adventure. Every day is something that you can do for him. If you're not his, I pray that you won't let another second go by without bowing your heart to him and saying, Lord, I have messed up my life. I need you. I know I can't get in connection with you on my own, but I need you. And I am turning from all these vain things in my life to letting those things be the things that I find value in, to finding value in the one true living God and through his son, Jesus Christ. I don't even know everything that means, but I know that I need Jesus and I want to believe in him. So uh, I hope I hope you'll make that choice today. Read a Bible. If you need a Bible, you can send me an email at Doug at SWATradio.com. I'm happy to send you one. Let us know if today you started following Jesus. We'd love to hear that. Amen. All right, you've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio, and you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great day. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening 